Welcome to Ginspired, brought to you by theginshop.ca. This podcast will take you on a journey into the world of gin, where you'll experience this versatile spirit in ways you never thought possible. Now the host of Ginspired, Heather E. Wilson. Hello and welcome to Ginspired, where we talk about and celebrate everything about the wonderful juniper lace spirit called gin. And I'm super excited today because this is episode one of season two. And we have a really wonderful topic today to get us started. On today's episode, I welcome Bill Perlow, brand ambassador for the Golden Rhino Gin. And today we're going to chat about the Golden Rhino Gin, the Shared Universe Foundation, and what it's doing to protect endangered species such as the rhino. Welcome, Bill. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for being here and having the honor of being episode one, season two. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) And so as with all our episodes, we're going to start by sharing what we're drinking today. And Bill, you're my guest. So you get to go first. And what are you drinking? Well, today I'm having a bee's knees. So there's two ounces of gin of our great golden rhino gin, some honey syrup, some fresh lime juice, and some lime as garnish. Ooh, that sounds really, really, really yummy and very refreshing, actually. Today, I'm actually having a classic Negroni, which is gin Campari and vermouth with a twist of orange. It's actually one of my go-to favorites, particularly in the winter, that extra Mm. hit of vitamin C, you know, actually helps those of us in northern climates. Lisa likes to (laughs) tell myself that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. let's keep it like that. (laughs) Yeah, we will, you know. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, so let's talk about the golden rhino gin tell me about it and how it came to be and i had never heard of it till we started talking so tell me its backstory well it started i think in 2018 there was a lot of talk about what can we do to protect a rhino or endangered species and at that time of course the gin was popular a lot of people were having it enjoying it. It's a basic drink that you're having when you're on a safari in South Africa. Uh, you go for a sunset drive and what do you get? Uh, G&T. Ah, my kind of place. It's wonderful. Yeah. So eventually they were thinking about, okay, want to get people something that they can take home and also know that they can donate by buying our gin. And that's how the Golden Rhino started. Wow, that's a fabulous idea. So it was a fundraiser, I guess, initially. Initially, yeah. And now it's starting to grow. Wow. So it was like a special edition the first time, and then now it's like they just keep making it? It started at the Mopiso Private Game Reserve. It started over there. So when people came there to for a game drive and also stayed in their lodge, they could take something home. The gin that they actually drank on the safari, they can take it home. Wow. And at the same time, donate for for the endangered species. Right. You're not in South Africa. So how did you get involved? How I got involved, I I was talking to one of the persons that is involved with the gin. And two years ago, they shipped, just before the COVID, they shipped two pallets to Amsterdam. Mm. And the person that was supposed to distribute it and talk about it decided two days before it arrived that 
they would not do it anymore. Ooh, yikes. And eventually, a couple of months ago, I was like, let me try it. Let me see what I can do to help you guys out. Because I love the gym. I love foundation and everything. And I wanted to help. That's how I got involved. Yeah. Well, we're glad you are. Because it's <laughs> yeah. really fun to meet someone, you know, across the world mm-hmm. who loves gin too. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, if we could get it in Canada, I'd be an ambassador too, but I doubt we can get it here. At least not yeah. yet. But anyway. Okay. So yeah. let's talk about why rhinos, like why specifically protect the rhinos. I mean, obviously there's lots of endangered species. Why rhino? Well, we mainly do the rhino because it's one of the most endangered ones in there. So that's why we decided or they decided to be more focused on the rhino and have as much people try to donate or buy the gin and to give as much money to protect them. It costs a lot of money, almost 45,000 euros a year for just one rhino to protect. So it's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And so we need to sell a lot of gin, but (laughs) every bit helps. Start drinking a lot of rhino gin, right? Yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the Shared Universe Foundation. And obviously it has other projects besides gin. So tell me a bit about the foundation and what other amazing good works it's doing. The foundation doesn't only look at the rhino. They take care of the cheetahs, the wild dogs, the elephants, almost everything that's on the endangered list. They look at it and they want to protect it and help to protect it. And also in a way that there's land and a home for those species where they can be protected. Right. That's their main focus. And that's how they try to be there uh, just for the animals. Right. So conservation and ecology, keeping their environment as natural and protected as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So when people come to do a safari, it's in the protected area. So there's got to be really crazy special rules and stuff to make sure that people aren't damaging things. Yeah, it's all protected. And yeah, you're not allowed to leave the car. You're not allowed to leave without a guide. Especially if you're drinking gin in the car. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, the guide doesn't drink when... Oh, that's relief. That's good to know. (laughs) Yeah, it's only the the guests that are on the (laughs) safari. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's protected. It's just a wonderful place to be and see what they do. Mm. And you've done the safari, I'm assuming? I try to go there every year and see what they're doing, what's new, and yeah, just have some fun over there. And of course, be closer to where the gin is made. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about the gin in particular. And since I don't sadly get to try it, what's the main flavor profile of your gin? Is it more London dry style? Is it more new American gin style or its very own special South African style maybe? Well, on the bottle, it says it's a rare gin because of, of course, the rare species, the Mm -hmm. endangered species too. But it has a lovely spicy and in combination with a flowery taste in there. So it it has a lot of spice and then also it's nice and soft in there. And at the end, there's a lovely finish of orange and citrus. So it's, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of flavors in there. It sounds like it. And are the ingredients locally sourced? They try to make it as local as possible. If it's not 
in the area. They mm-hmm. would get it from somewhere else, but they try to make it as local as possible. Really get the African flavor in there, get the, the spices and the flowers and the whole special feeling of being in Africa. They try to put that in the bottle with the gin. Right. Wow. So it's like a little mini safari in a glass. Yeah. And when you're in the winter in the Netherlands or in Canada, then it's... <laughs> we it's definitely nice to... need that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So what would you say then with all those flavors going on, there's a lot going on. What would you say is the best way to drink it? Is it better just neat or with a general tonic? Like how do you normally... Now I know you have it in your bee's knees, but what would be the normal kind of go-to way for most people to mix it? As basic as possible because it has so much flavor mm-hmm. in the gin already that you don't want a tonic or some other drink in there to ruin all those flavors. Right. That's what it sounds like. It's probably best just neat, like straight up. Yeah. Also, you, I didn't like gin straight up. No. But this gin, I can drink it like that. Mm-hmm. Not too much. Yes. But you can just drink it from the glass. Right. Or maybe just if you're not into the just neat, maybe on one of those great big round ice cubes or something. One big ice cube, you know, so you don't water it down, but it chills it. mm. Yeah. That would also be perfect. Yeah. Oh, sounds so lovely. All right. So for those people who are not in Canada, (laughs) I'm sure it's sold in various places around the world. Is it sold anywhere besides at the actual foundation? And obviously where you are in Amsterdam, like can someone in London get it? Like where else would it be sold? We're busy in in Europe right now, Germany and Denmark, France. I'm talking to people in London mm-hmm. and in England to get it to the UK. Also talking to people in Australia. Yeah, it's a little bit hard because of the whole COVID going on. Yes. And of course, in South Africa, in the northern part of South Africa, there's a lot of places where you can get it. We have also gone to the southern part of South Africa. Cape Town has a couple mm-hmm. of places now. We got a lot of questions from a lot of parts of the world to get it over there but yeah we're doing our best to get there yeah of course yeah well that's great so like in south africa you don't have to just go on a safari to get it i guess is what i'm asking like you could no. get it at a pub somewhere or a liquor store that kind of thing yeah correct awesome you and can. the money still all goes to the foundation so that's even better yeah yeah, yeah. the profit goes to the foundation right just Absolutely fabulous. Okay, we've come to the gincident time in our call. And you know, having listened to previous episodes, that we like to have our guests share a fun gincident that, you know, they're able to share because not all gincidents should be public. But I hear you have one that you'd love to share with us. So tell us about a cool gincident. So a couple of years ago, I was at Mapeso Private Game Reserve at their lodge, uh, Mopani Bush Lodge. And we were sitting at the bar with the owner of the place and, of course, having a lot of drinks, and a lot <laughs> of gin. Yes. Started out with small talks. And the more you drink, the bigger the talks get. Mm-hmm. And eventually we decided or we talked about making a big rhino in the sky rhino, which you can see from a plane just somewhere on Mapesu private game reserve. And yeah, we started laughing about it and kept on drinking. It was a short night. Next morning we were sitting at breakfast. Everyone was a little bit hangover and everything was okay until someone talked about a sky rhino. 
And eventually, a couple of days later, we were actually making the Sky Rhino. So if you Google it, you can actually see a Rhino on Mapesu Private Game Reserve. That's about 60 hectares. And we were making a track how the Rhino was going to look. And now it's there. It is there. I haven't personally been there, but I did Google it and I did go, you know, Google Earth, all that, the wonders of it. And it's <laughs> amazing. It's huge. Yeah. 60 hectares. Like, what would you even use to outline that that stays? Like, how well, did you get it to stay in the most perfect shape ever? Well, the way we did that was actually get a garment and we drew a rhino on the garment right. and then follow it with a car and right. behind the car there was a small bulldozer just following mm. us and making sure there was a track over there right and that's how we made it wow so it's not like <laughs> super technology or anything it's just no. a car and a bulldozer it was really basic <laughs> wow. but it was so much fun and yeah now we also say that it's the first rhino you see when you fly into south africa and it's the last rhino you see when you fly out of south africa because it's so up north and you can see it from the plane. Right. Wow. Now I really want to go. <laughs> you must. I it's know. Amazing. <laughs> oh, like we can't travel. Mm. Well, soon we'll be traveling. I'm definitely adding that to my bucket list for sure. <sighs> okay. So the Shared Universe Foundation is doing phenomenal, amazing work. So I'm sure some of our listeners would like to know how even if they can't buy the gin, maybe there's another way that they could get involved or support all the amazing work that you guys are doing. Yeah. On the website of Shared Universe Foundation, you can look through it and you can see everything that the foundation is doing. And you can also support them by donating through the website. Mm -hmm. And of course, you can go to Pearson Private Game Reserve and have a safari over there, but also donate your time. Go there and help them out with everything. They also have a cool new thing going on now that you can actually experience what the conservation is doing. Mm-hmm. So you can actually help them with coloring a cheetah or coloring a wild dog, relocating lions. They really want the people to be involved in the conservation and help out in the conservation. Wow. So like I could go volunteer and learn how to relocate a lion? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. What? <laughs> Crazy. I thought you had like special training and skills and all that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, obviously the pros are there, but yeah. that's way better than a regular vacation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Relocate lion, get some gin, meet some cool people, <laughs> change the world. Like the best of all worlds. So everybody listening, I'm going to put all the links in the show notes. So you'll be able to check out the Shared Universe Foundation and the reserve and the gin and everything. And if you do feel so moved to donate, the links will be there as well. Bill, before we go, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us today about anything, really? I just want to thank you to give me your time and be on the podcast with you. Yeah, well, really enjoy it. definitely been a pleasure. And now I know someone in Amsterdam and you know somebody in Canada, <laughs> you know? That's true. You never know how things no. will intersect. That's how if we can travel again, I will definitely come to Canada. 
There you go. And with a case of gin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we would have some good times. I guarantee it. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and there you have it. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Golden Rhino Gin, the Shared Universe Foundation, all the great work they're doing, how you can go help out, you know, once we're not on lockdown and so, so much more. Thank you, Bill, for being here today. And thank you for listening. Be sure to check out all our show notes for the links to Shared Universe Foundation, the gin, everything I've already mentioned, and theginshop.ca for all your gin clothing and novelty needs. Until next time, remember, gin, because everybody needs a hobby. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ginspired, brought to you by theginshop.ca. If we've ginspired you, let us know by leaving us a comment and a review, or drop us a note at heather at theginshop.ca. We may even read your email or feature your ginspirational story in an upcoming episode. And remember to follow us on social media. Until next time, let the party be gin.